Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Is there anything worse than when the Monday night football game is as bad as the game was tonight? Because it really was bad, right? I mean, how can you get any worse, seriously, than that football game tonight? 34-7. to Would they get the garbage touchdown late? 34-7. to What a disaster that was. I wonder how the ratings will be for that one. But I got to tell you, and then what they have is, like, nothing else on. Have you noticed? Now it's midnight in the east, and what, nine in the west, and there's no games on? Nothing? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad the TVs are out. There's, no, there's nothing to watch. I, how do you schedule nothing to watch? Can't there be some crappy college basketball game I can watch or some late-night NBA game? Are you got to be kidding me. Seriously. Yeah, it's just uh, it's one of those days. I mean, but it's just stupid. What, are well, you, you got to remember, we're getting to now. Football's uh, closing out. But I know what you mean. Like, even like a late night uh, little, little hog. NBA, Why wasn't the Blazers-Suns game on at 10? Yeah, I don't know. You know and then it would have gone to 1, you know? And then I wouldn't have been sitting here complaining. Because the game was in Phoenix, right? Aren't they in that time of the year where they're uh, they uh, start at 9 there? They got like that yeah. little – the... Is that for the kiddies or something? I don't know. No, they, no, like they don't follow uh, – Mountain yeah. time, right. east-west. Yeah. Sometimes they're in mountains, sometimes they're in Pacific. They don't follow the, the daylight savings time stuff. What's wrong with those people? Something wrong Either with them? Either way, it, it is what it is. No, it isn't what it is. Pretend the TVs are out. Could you have given me something? Nothing at all. Is that the deal? You don't got like a, a little a little West Coast college hoop game or something tonight? Well, like I, the, I told you that the, said the Grouchos were the in the ga- mix. The Gauchos won in overtime. Grouchos, the Gauchos, whatever. So now they got the Newtown. Can't get a little uh, Gonzaga you, basketball they got, here. They got, get, did you see the Newtown kids won the state championship? They've been everywhere. But they're really, what's next? They Letterman. They were on Sunday Night Football last night, too. They were on Sunday Night Football. They're on uh, ESPN right now. And then uh, are they going to be on Letterman? Letterman's not on anymore, but it would still be good if they were on Letterman. You think Colbert will have them on? Maybe Jimmy Fallon? What's the other guy? Jimmy Kimmel? Kimmel, Colbert. Did you see that chick that does that show? What's her name? Uh, the funny one that did the dirty, raunchy show. She drinks Samantha a little. What? You're talking about uh, Samantha B? No. I'm talking about the chick, that the blonde-haired one from L.A. that does the filthy one, the oh, TV uh, show. Chelsea Handler? Yeah. That, that Gustavo guy died. Her sidekick, the fat guy, Gustavo, he died. Not that I care about any of that. I just felt bad that she lost her sidekick. Not good. Right? Uh, rest in peace, Gustavo. But uh, I, I don't know if anyone watches that. Does she still do that late-night TV show? 
She didn't do that one. She's doing some other show on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. All right. She's pretty funny, that chick. I bet she she really likes to party too, and and I think have relations. She's ready. Yeah, to... I've heard her on Howard Howard a couple. Yeah, times. she likes to get it on. I mean, she's no joke with her, you know, relations. She's like full on. She's she's all in. I like that. Some for... people like to push all the chips to the middle of the table. <laughs> good I mean, good for you, honey. I love you. Keep it up. Ah, uh, there you go. So, uh, it's snowing ass here. I just got a warning not to drive home. Seriously? S- snowing ass. Just absolutely snowing ass up where I live. Just where you snow- live, not here. I don't know about here. I mean, it's bad enough the TVs are out. So, I mean, something's going on out there. Oh, sure, it's because of the snow that she's telling you not to come home. Maybe she's having relations herself. Is there something that you did wrong today? Because that's usually a good bet. Right. Probably. So the, uh, well, there is a game going on. Four seconds left. Loyola Marymount up one on Davis on the road, and I took them to win that game. Do you think they'll win it? There's four seconds left, yes or no? No. They'll, they'll fail. Davis will get the last shot and win? Yeah. Davis has outscored them 40-27 to 27 in the second half. By the way, the Gauchos won in overtime by six. I was getting seven with Idaho State. Uh, those are not the Vandals, but God bless them anyway. Idaho State, son. So I think they're Lions or something. They're like Tigers or something. The Bengals. I knew it. They were Tigers of, of a Bengal variety, Carver High. Three and five in the big sky, but they're going to – it looks like they covered for me tonight with the seven spot. Nice nice betting performance there by Uncle Futrelli. Uh, you're right. Davis hit the shot. They went at 67-65. Mafia, you don't know what that line was, do you? That's, that's, that's a hard – a pick em? Oh God! What a disaster! I took I had the stones to take Loyola on the road, right? They're win- winning by one with four seconds left, but they obviously gave up a three ball to lose at the buzzer. Highly unfortunate in terms of betting. What's going on there? That that is not good. So the Patriots, uh, they got by the Bengals. Rough game they had on their schedule there at the end of the season. That tough Bengal game on the road. I'm sure, that footage didn't help at all either, right? Yeah. You see that on uh, your boy Jake Glazer dropping that? What did he do? They play the actual footage on the pregame. Right. And all the cameras pointed at is the field and the sideline and back to the field and the sideline. Never once do you see footage of the scout that they're supposed to be doing this piece on. Just showing him working the place. Well, the, the best part of it is the audio because the, the guy from the who was filming it. Said, I'll erase it right now. I'll erase it right now. And the, and the Bengal guy's just like, the damage is already done, my friend. That was the best part, I thought. But I'm reading, you know, you hear all this stuff today, like they're not even going to do anything serious to them. Like this, they're not going to. They never do They anything. never do. They, they never, never, they never they've do got this. They've got them clean here. I don't want to hear that Bill doesn't know anything about it or anything. I don't want to hear it. Do you think that Goodell got out a back door at the massage parlor and, and uh, your boy uh, Rob left something in his car out front? I don't front know what's possible. He got popped. But how did Roger you Goodell not, went out the back door. After watching that video yesterday, how do you not give them some kind of a harsh – he has said in the past that, you know, things that you've done in the past should count towards this. They have already been hit for videotaping before. Spygate. Right. So why shouldn't so they get is, this is Spygate too? Well, you know they're, they're they they've got this thing that well this guy doesn't work for us or this guy doesn't do this. And they, shut up! They're so full of shit. We're there for you guys, Patriots, craft, sports, entertainment, whatever it is. I'm sure there was some 
underground way to get the, the, the footage to Bill, whatever they were doing, so he can look at the Bengal hand signals during the week. Right. It just never ends with them. It never ends. So the Bills, uh, if they can beat the Patriots Saturday in Foxborough, um, this is huge. The Patriots beat them in Buffalo 13-10 earlier this year. And another win uh, would sew up the division. But the seeding will remain in doubt if the Chiefs knock off the Bears Sunday night. You don't think the Chiefs are going to lose to the Bears, do you? I sure hope not. Let me tell you, the Chiefs are playing well. You know what I know? I saw yesterday that I loved? Mahomes, you look at that game. It's a snowstorm. It's coming down. It like, didn't matter to him. He was still zipping the ball down the field. Throwing like, it. Like nothing. Like usually you see a game like that, teams are running. Guy had a great day throwing the football. <laughs> he just threw it. They're going to be a tough. I know that we've killed their defense a lot this year, and their defense is suspect. There's no doubt in my mind. But I can see them coming out of the AFC and going to the Super Bowl. I can see it. So the Steelers are holding on to the six, but uh, the uh, people that know, these geniuses say the Titans will take over that spot. And they give a Tennessee a 50% chance to make the playoffs and the Steelers a 45% chance. I don't believe in any of that nonsense, to be honest with you. I think the Steelers are going to make but it. But I have to ask you, like, so the Titans, don't they play the Saints? In Nashville this Sunday. Now, I was thinking about this before. They're not beating Because them. I'm starting to look ahead to this week. Well, here's the thing. Saints are coming off this big win at home tonight. Now, the Saints, obviously, they're in the mix for this top seed in the NFC. They got a lot going on, too. Right. The Titans are so – they're such a funny team. I always say it about them. When they're a favorite or you expect them to win, they lose, like yesterday against the Texans. Right. When they're the dogs, especially a home dog, or you you think they're done, or you, they always end up with this win. And you're taking the Saints outside. I wanted to see what the weather was going to be in Nashville on Sunday because that would play a, a big part. It in can't what the be Saints that bad. Do. It's not. You talk about the best day possible the Saints could get. 58 degrees and sunny in Nashville on Sunday in the middle of December. Huge break for the Saints when they go outside on yeah, Sunday. And they're a better football team than they're the They're going to win on Sunday. You would think. Uh, so more fallout from the Jarvis Landry tirade during the Browns-Cardinals game. Sources say multiple Browns players yelled at the Arizona sideline to, quote, come get me, asking to come play for the Cardinals. And that... Uh, Landry, Jarvis Landry, allegedly was one of them. And um, Freddie Kitchens talking about his future with the Browns. I don't care about my future as a Browns coach. I'm going to show up Monday and do the best job that I can, and that's uh, Monday. That's the only thing I can control. Then he had a press conference and said, look, I care about my job. I just care only about the now, the present, uh, worrying about today and this week and what we have to do to beat the Ravens. But uh, he, he had said um, – he doesn't care about his job. That's not what he meant. And I, I believe him. And, but actually, I can't believe, to be honest with you, that the management, that the brass of the Browns believes that uh, he allegedly, according to reports and serious reports, like people that know, people that I respect, saying that they want him there for a long time to be the Cleveland coach, that they, they love him. And they must love losing because, and, you know, that's all they do is lose. What is it, 12 straight losing seasons? Is that about right? Isn't that about right? 12. Oh, yeah. All they do is lose. Do you remember that they were the Super Bowl favorite in bets in Vegas? In Vegas, more bets were made on the Browns to, to go to the Super Bowl than anyone. How absolutely hilarious is that? 
Do you remember me doing shows on this in the summer and in the in, in you know early season and right before the season during this entire preseason? The word was the Bengal or that the Browns were the number one pick, you know, ticket wise in Vegas. They, they had the most tickets being purchased on. They weren't the favorite in terms of odds, no. but they were getting the most people tickets bet. bought. People on them. bet yes. the most on the Browns, and they're all going to eat D because they're not going to the playoffs. Their season is over. They suck. They have 12, what is it, 12 losing seasons in a row. And it's so funny to me that people actually bought into that team just because of Landry and, and Beckham. Isn't that his name? Yeah, and listen, you know, I understand that the Haslam's have a history with that team. You know, the last decade or so where they're just firing coaches like every year, every other year. And you really can't do that in order to keep continuity to make them actually turn around. But you got to fire this guy this year. I don't care what the past was right now. He showed that he cannot handle the head job. They're, they're not going to fire him, though, according to these people. And that's people. stupid on them because that's going to give them more losing seasons. Do he you can't handle the job. Do you I think, hope he's the coach ahead. forever. I really do because this stuff is great. It's hilarious. Like, you watch this dude at the press conferences. It's awesome. Did you see them uh, fighting on the sidelines? Oh, it's, it's outstanding. It, it, this is the best thing. I can just think back to the summer like you were just saying, and we were talking about this team. About how they never win. How ridiculous! Not, not every fan, but a lot of their fans were getting about this season coming up. And what did we say? We said they were arguing. How with about me. you guys? Instead of talking about the Super Bowl, why don't we take this step Remember? by step? And I said, How about you get a winning season? How about you go? How about, how about you win how about, eight games? And, and then, if you're in the mix in December, maybe then you talk about a division, or when you make the playoffs, and then you start talking about the bigger steps. They're not even going to have a winning season this year. I hope that guy's the coach forever because it's hilarious watching him. Do you think that um, – here's another question for you. Do you think Baker Mayfield sucks? No, I don't. I don't think he sucks. I, I don't think he's – you know, I think there's still work to be done. You don't think that there's potential to say he sucks with some of the disastrous games he's thrown? Like he, I think there's guy, still work to be done. I mean, he throws some of the most insane passes I've seen, honestly. He just slings it to anybody. Hero he's ball. a renegade. Hero ball. I mean, he throws dumb passes. And look, that's a lot of the stuff that last year and early this year, you know, my guy was doing. And they cleaned it up, and they've changed the offense to where, you know, they're not having him play hero ball there. anymore. So, well, yeah, they're doing things differently. Eventually, the, it all still needs to piece together. Now, he was the number one overall pick. Everybody, here's the problem now with every single quarterback who gets drafted in the first round. Right. going From the last two years and going forward, everybody thinks – that all these quarterbacks have to be Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson immediately because those two guys immediately were game-changing. Right, and Even Watson, too. Watson's been that good also. Sometimes it's going to take a guy 10, 15, 20 games. Now, some people don't have the patience for that, but it's just the facts of life. Not every quarterback that gets drafted <laughs> is Mahomes or Jackson. The facts of life. The facts of life. Do you remember that show? It was a great show. My sister great used show. to watch that. I thought Blair, I thought Blair was kind of hot. My fiance's aunt lives in like a, the the duplex or not duplex, like the development that they live in. They filmed the original Facts Live there. Is that right? Yeah, that was a good show. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Call the show if you want to make fun of people. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Chiefs defenseman Alex Okafor at five sacks in ten games is uh, feared to have a torn pack. I don't know how that MRI came out today, but they got uh, Suggs. Uh, from uh, he was playing in Arizona, right? Now yeah. he's he's going to Kansas City. He said he was only going to play for the Ravens, but that didn't work. I'm sure, out. he changed his mind, right? Yeah, yeah, why not? Apparently, he's washed anyway. You know it. 
He is washed. This is just a, a little rental. This is like getting a hooker. You hope you get something. You hope you get maybe a moment out of him. One big play, you know. That's it. He might get a sack somewhere. Washed. Washed up, finished. All right. Um, it's very important I keep care of this new counter in here. There's a lot going on. Oh, you got to clean it even when you lay your papers on it or anything like that. Just you have to I gotta gotta be kept in tip-top shape. I just want to take care of everything. It's like. Uh, my home away from home in here. I'm the only one that takes care of the garbage. Is that true? Oh, 1,000% true. I always take all the garbage out of here. Have you seen me vacuum and sweep as well in the studio? That's a I've yes. I've seen you do it. All right. Uh, your boy Garrett Cole arrived in the Big Apple. Have you seen that? Did not see, but I know the conference is tomorrow. Is tomorrow when they're doing the big? Um, uh, I don't know the but, carving board, the put dog yeah. and pony show, the whole deal. He's here, and uh, oh yeah, the big press conference is tomorrow. So he he's gonna have to get rid of that beard, right? Isn't that the rule of thumb in the Bronx? Oh yeah, by spring training, he's gotta get rid of that. No beard for the con. He better not have it for the press conference tomorrow. So maybe this is the last night of his beard. Gonna go party with it. This is a story in development, but for three hundred twenty-four million, and what is he making? Uh, Thirty-six million a year, or more? I believe it's thirty-six per. Okay, so for thirty-six million, uh, I think he can get up and shave every other day, right? Don't they let him have a little five o'clock shadow going? A little bit, yeah. He could keep a little, but he can't do what he's been doing. So you weren't here, but are you are you okay with Guardy party again for a year? I wasn't thrilled with it, no. I mean, there's not a lot of options out there. Hicks is going to be hurt, so they don't have him. But I think they're making the same mistake that they made bringing CeCe back for one more year. Right. I, I just don't think that there's a lot left there in the tank. All right. So, um, Philip Rivers admits uncertainty about his future. Here's another guy. What a horrible ending to his career. Uh, I'll give him a little certainty. They're going to wash him He's not him good out. anymore. That, that's what the certainty is. How but bad could you play in that hit game? A, he year? hit a wall, didn't he? He sure did. But that's what happens with all these guys. They all – it's not like there's like a, a little decline. It seems like for a lot of the older quarterbacks right that off were a cliff. so good for so long, it's just boom, immediate. Right off the cliff. Jimmy Garoppolo blames little mistakes for Sunday's loss. Or, in Portuguese, that means Julio Jones. What a day for him, huh? Right. Falcons hope the late run saves Dan Quinn's job, yes or no? Everyone likes him, I including really, Blank. I really don't know how you bring him back, but they are playing hard down the stretch. Do you like him this week at home against the Jags laying seven? I do. I think the Jags suck. I don't care what they did in Oakland yesterday. Uh, what a pathetic job by the Raiders. Good way to close out Oakland, right? Good way to finish the job in Oakland. What a choke job. With that job choke that job against the Jaguars. John Gruden said he was very sorry about the outcome of the final game in Oakland. Yeah, where they blew a 16-3 lead. So were the fans who boot him off the field. Tell you, John won't, John won't be sorry in about six weeks when he's moving into that new house in Las Vegas getting ready for next season. He ain't going to care then. Into his new mansion. That new mansion he's building over there. And uh, what, what's the nice town? What's the nice uh, suburb there in Vegas? Red Rock. Red Rock. John, John's got a big compound going up in Red Rock. He's going to be in there in about six weeks. Don't worry. He's not going to care what happened a to that gated house. He's not going to give a rat's <laughs> ass what if happened. If you go near that house, you'll be shot on sight. He's not going to care about anything that happened to the black hole 
poll yesterday when he's up in the Red Rocks in six weeks looking at the draft. He's not going to care. Don't you think they'll still have a black hole at the new stadium in uh, Vegas? I'm sure that they, you know, it's going to be, you got to remember, it, it's not, it's going to be. Did you see Carr, like, talking to the g- guy that dresses as a gorilla? Well, they and then Carr was, like, emotionally upset because everybody was, you know. Oh, he was not. He game. said it's normal to get booed there. It's, uh, he goes, what do you think, it's something new? He goes, he gets booed every week. Very emotional. Every time he throws an incomplete pass, they boo him. Is he the quarterback in Vegas next year? Yes. You think so? Yeah, without a doubt. It's just too much money to get rid of? Oh, I just think he's – I still think he's got it. I just think that it, it, it's another situation where it's funny. All these guys brag. Who, who do you want to play? Who are you going to get? They all brag about how tough the Raiders are. Remember they were playing really well this season, and they were in games, and they were winning a little bit. And then the same thing always happens, right? The same thing always happens. They always end up getting rubbed out. In the end, they don't matter. They lose. They suck. I had the Raiders yesterday in that game betting, and I just cannot believe. I Listen, I had them up 16-3. Never looked at the game again, right? So I'm sitting there thinking, in the bag. I drove my mother-in-law home after she had a couple of JMOs at the house. I had to go on a JMO run because she had a couple of tall boys. My girl from Belfast can throw back the whiskey like no one's business. And a little vino for dinner, too, right? So uh, well, she had celebrating Mickey Collins win, right? Right. So she she really was. She loves Mickey Conlon. So anyway, um, she's over there with a. Uh, she loves the you know New York team. She loves to watch the Giants and Jets. And uh, she had her buzz on. I'm driving her home, and I'm driving back. And uh, I mean, she's literally. Trust me when I tell you, she's as old as Jesus, but uh, as young as me at heart. I mean, this lady parties. She goes to casinos. She parties. She loves to go out and throw down, go to dinner. You name it, she'll do it. She's all in. Chips in the middle, as Carver High says. But uh, I'm driving her home, and I'm driving back, and I see this alert on my phone. Raiders blow final home game. I veered off the road and almost hit a tree. Up 16-3, and you lose to the Jaguars? Oh, my God. That is all you need to know that the Raiders are officially back on suck patrol. Oh, my God. How do you lose that game? The last game at the dump? In Oakland, you can't even win that. You're pathetic. Do you remember this guy? You weren't even here last week. This guy, Ray Ratto, came on telling me Oakland's a nice place. I'm like, what, for crack addicts? Are you kidding me? I'm like, what are you saying? Do you know? I've watched 50 million documentaries about the problems in that city. Broke-ass police department. Everybody's, I mean, am I wrong? What did they, is it a renaissance? It's suddenly lovely in Oakland? God, when I lived there, I wouldn't go there if you paid me. You'd be shot dead on sight. Some white boy walking around Oakland, you'd be dead in five seconds. Anything else, Pleasant, you want to cover tonight? Carver High on the show here in the last hour and a half? I, I think we'll get to a couple others. I'm sure we will. <laughs> By the way, the Vikings scored seven turnovers in that game. Phillip Rivers. How about? Have you ever seen him, like, while he sucks now, laughing at the sideline? He's always looking over, smiling. Like, when he completes a pass, he smiles because he's like, can you believe it? I threw a completion. Yeah. Boy, is that guy falling off. You know what he can do now? Go change diapers with those nine kids of his. Who has nine children? What is this, man? Honestly, what is going on over there? Is it a fertile farm? What is happening there? Nine kids. I had two, and I wanted to sell one of them. Right, even the Brady Bunch only had six. I mean, honestly, they he schooled the Bradys. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So anyway, uh, 
Jerry Jones Mafia. Oh, before I get into that, I want to tell you, only two weeks left in the regular season. The biggest games to decide. Uh, the playoff positions are still at stake. So get on PharrellOnTheBench.com because I'm all over it. Killer picks, every sport, every day. Be a member for the playoffs in January. Don't miss out on that month, whatever you do. You're not going to regret it. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. So Jerry Jones still has big dreams for this season, refusing uh, to look past the season or coaching or anything else. Do you believe that because they beat the Rams, suddenly they are a dangerous force for the playoffs, that they'll win the East, that they'll win in Philadelphia this week? Because if they win in Philadelphia this week, it's over, right? I mean, that'll be it. If Philly loses that game, they can't lose that game is what I'm under the impression. But if Dallas wins that game and they go to 8-7 and seven or whatever and they win in Philly – they're going to win the East. Dallas wins on Sunday. They win the division. It's over. It's over. So do you believe that they are a dangerous force still to be reckoned with in the playoffs? No, I do not. And I don't even believe that they're going to win the division. So it would be San Francisco would play there if they were the five? Right now, yes. They wouldn't beat them. But whether it's San Francisco or Seattle, do you think that either of those So teams... what was what was it that you saw yesterday? This team put up all those points and looked that good. What was it, a mirage? Was it just a... The Rams just looked terrible. What was it? Because are you by? Did you see Joe Buck selling that they have the number one offense in the NFL? How in God's name? And quote me on this, Dallas. I know you're listening. On the ticket. How in God's name you have the number one offense in the NFL and you're seven and seven? How is that possible? How is that even possible? They're, they don't have the number one defense. That's for sure. But I thought the Rams were awful yesterday. Can you the have Rams that good of an offense well. and, and not win? I mean, we plenty of teams lose, uh, you know, by scoring a lot of points. You just you give up a lot of points. It's just the way that it goes. Um, I, I don't believe that they're a threat to to anybody in the playoffs. When are they ever? They get in the playoffs every year. They're they're never a threat to anybody. Did you see the Bills do a soccer penalty kick after they scored? Outstanding, Jordan Poyer. That was a very excellent effort. I just saw that for the first time. I haven't seen anyone do the penalty kick. That was after the duck pick towards the end of the game. Oh, really? I was watching uh, Dublin Murders at that point. There's still two left. Great and show. And I think, that, honestly, that they're going to lose to the Eagles on Sunday in Philadelphia. I so do, too. I'm on the Eagles. Me, too. Mafia, who are you on in that game? I want to go to the Eagles, but they haven't impressed me at all the last couple of weeks. They keep struggling against bad teams. Not that Dallas is a great team. You know, they're, like we said, a good team offensively, but defensively they give up so much. But their receiving core for – Philadelphia doesn't leave me feeling good about them. I know Wentz looked you know, pretty good towards the end of that game, but they struggled early on, and I don't like that. I think the Cowboys are going to win that and close that division down. But they're going to the playoffs and get their butts you know, kicked by whoever. So you think the uh, Cowboys are going to have a big day in Philly on the road? They haven't done anything on the road all year. I don't think they have a big day. I think they're going to win the game, though. All right. Uh, John in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Pharrell? Hey, dude. Hey, man. Um, great show tonight. Um there was a uh, – man, ESPN did a good job um, with the boxing after uh, the Heisman ceremony. And uh, Conlon, he got his revenge. Right. And Bud Crawford did his thing. Hey, man, Tia Fomo knocked Comey out. I was so impressed. Um, I had two things. Do you think that Tia Fomo can beat uh, Lomachenko? And what do you think about Tyson Fury firing uh, Ben Davidson? I want to know your thoughts on that in regards to the uh, Wilder fight. Yeah, I want to see who he hires as his trainer for the uh, Wilder fight. Uh, That fight is in, you know, two months, and he basically just fired his trainer. Uh, I think it's a crucial, 
decision to make at this point. Uh, but I guess better late than never. If he really doesn't like where he's headed in terms of his training for the fight, he's got to make that move right now. So that's why he did it, it would appear to me. I want to see who he ends up with is, is really the question. It doesn't really matter to me after the fact that Ben's gone, right? So as far as um, Tia Fimo, I do not believe that he'll beat uh, Lomachenko. I, I truly believe that uh, I go basically Crawford, Lomachenko, Spence, right, as my pound-for-pound pound best in the business, and Wilder. I'd have to put him right there because that right hand of, of Wilder's is a lethal. It should be outlawed. It should be a federal offense to have that capability to swing that at a human being's face. Uh, that guy is, I, in my view, because the first time I was at the fight, and um, as you know, I do all the fights, and I, you know, I, I was stunned that Fury got up in the twelfth round and finished that fight. That that was the story for me that that guy actually got up from that right. And I'll just say this: uh, he, he was that's the luckiest thing I've ever seen in my life. That guy was out cold, and suddenly God woke him up. God had money on the fight. Obviously, the guy got up off the canvas and started throwing hands and finished the fight. And it was a draw. Fair enough, because. He won the fight, Fury, but you cannot take the belt away from a guy that knocks you down twice and once in the money round. I've said it a million times. So the draw was fair, if you ask me. It was it was inevitable. When he when that fight was over, he knocked him down twice. I was at the fight with Mavi. I said, that's going to be a draw because he knocked him down. You can't take the belt from the champ if he knocks a guy down in the 12. So I think the second time they fight, uh, Fury, Fury's going to get knocked out. And I he ain't going to make it 12 rounds. He's going to get knocked the Pharrell out in that fight as sure as I'm sitting here. Because if he shows up looking like that fat-ass slob that he was the first time, and everybody says he was great, he was boxing great and all the rest, Wilder is not a great boxer. Do you understand? He's not a points guy. He's not a guy that racks up great punches and tons of punches in the fight and body blows and everything else and, and thrown punches or anything else. He just waits and finds that one moment to land that big punch, and it's over. And it usually it knocks people just the Pharrell out. You're done. And he did it twice to Fury. And I think this time he'll do it once. And it'll be so significant the guy will never get up. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing how he's the champ. He's the champ of nothing. The lineal champ to me is like having uh, a fat girlfriend. Okay? D just shut up. You're not the champ of anything. Wilder is the champ. Because if anyone thinks for one minute that that guy, that femme Joshua, can beat anybody, he's not beaten. He, he beat that fat ass who didn't train for the fight, Ruiz. What a joke that was. All the congrats in the world for the guy stunning him the first time they fought because Joshua didn't take him seriously. Second time he took him seriously and he kicked his ass, right? But if that guy Joshua fought Wilder, I think Wilder kill him. I mean kill him. Dead. I mean, that guy can't fight Wilder. Trust me. And I think Joshua's a good boxer, but he not he can't take that punch. That guy, he couldn't even take Ruiz's punch. Fatso, throwing haymakers, right? What do you think that guy Wilder, he shows up all cut and carved and nasty, man. He a nasty mother for other. That guy will knock you out, son. Flush. So, um, yeah, I put him right up there, you know, fourth. I got to tell you, I lost a lot of respect for Errol Spence with his 105-mile-an-hour Ferrari night, drunk driving. Uh, so I'm going to put Wilder in front of him. Uh, you don't obviously take your life seriously, let alone boxing, when you're out driving drunk at 4 in the morning, okay? So whatever. I think, uh, you know, I got to say Crawford handles his business. Everyone talks about Crawford. I uh, doesn't fight anybody. He fought like four or five guys that have been undefeated. He kicked all their asses. And no matter who they put in front of him, he knocks them out, right? 
He did it again Saturday. And uh, as far as Mike uh, Conlon goes, that was just a great performance by him. I thought the other guy, uh, the Russian, fought dirty. I thought, you know, he threw a lot of elbows. Uh, and he was, you know, not listening at all to the uh, ref because I don't think he understood a word he said, obviously. He's very Russian, and I don't think he understand one word of, of anything. Even if he did, he wasn't going to listen to him, right? That guy showed up for that fight to fight dirty, and that was all there was to it because he knew who he was dealing with. Do you remember when that kid fought in uh, Rio? Like, it was a few years ago, right? So he was just like a teenager then, really, almost, when you think about it, right? He was a really young man. Now he's, like, grown and gotten even bigger and stronger. Mike Conlon was a lot bigger than that guy. Did you see that fight? I mean, he, like, he towered over him. And uh, I thought Mike Conlon beat the crap out of him. So that was a unanimous decision, easy money for Mike. And uh, he won't fight him again because he beat his ass. There's no point in fighting him again. He already got his revenge. They fought three times now, twice internationally, and then um, now they fought again as a pro. And once you beat his ass as a pro and took all the money and you did it at the Garden, you're done. Uh, Mike Conlon has to move on to bigger and better things if he wants to be the champ. So, you know, uh, let's get it on. Let's see where he goes from here. Chris in uh, Birmingham. Was there other questions he asked me about? I thought that was it, right? All right. Go ahead, Chris in uh, Birmingham on the jocks. How you doing? How hey. you doing, Pharrell? Hey, buddy. That's uh, all good. Uh, can you pour me up a call when the Silver Beach be Breeze uh, beating, beating 450? Yeah, that was uh, a, a big breeze. night. A big night for him, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I was and I was like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. Um, can I say... The playoffs are uh, uh, looking real shaky in the NFC. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's super competitive for those top three seeds. Wow, well, the main thing is wow, why are why is the NFC seem considered still even viable? Um, as well, as, and I agree with you just saying about uh, Dante Wilder. My goodness, you saw when he put when he when he uh, when he when he, he that one that one round that one rounder on against Brazil. He, he literally sounded like someone's flat in a tire. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I I know him. He's been on my show a bunch uh, in Vegas here, live in New York. Uh, he, he is dangerous, man. He's Mike Tyson dangerous. That guy's right hand is just an absolute outlaw. It's a lethal weapon. It shouldn't. He shouldn't be allowed to have that as a human being. It's like having. It's like carrying around an AK-47. Hey, question. Um, do you think the if the Rams get a big game, this most of their they're running game really like starts. To- Starts to pick up. Do you really think they can win, go all the way and win it all? Uh, do, do the Saints gonna win it all? Is that who he's asking me about? That's it. Yeah, I'm saying, I, I'm saying if their running game picks up, like can uh, they win? Uh, it all? I don't know. It's not the running game I'm worried about. It's their uh, defense giving up all the points. Not tonight against a crappy team, but against like the Niners. That was very troubling to me. Forty-eight points at home. What? What was that? That was a disaster. Although I've said, uh, let's be clear. I've said it. I'll say it again. If the Niners had to go there again, they'll lose. The Niners are not winning twice in New Orleans in the same season. Fair enough? Now, that's a dangerous uh, play to make or to, you know, say that. But I, I truly believe it. Carver, I, do you think the Niners can win there twice in one season? Very tough. but I don't, I don't think they, the game will be the same at all. And won't, I don't think it won't be it. like it was last week, that crazy 46 
44, whatever the hell, whatever the score. 48, was. 46. Yeah, it will not be that type of type of game again. Yeah, I don't think so. Mafia, do you think the Niners can win twice in New Orleans? No, I don't. Not after what they let Atlanta do to them yesterday, especially because they showed the graphic tonight during that game. I think at home in the playoffs, they're six and one. The Saints, and on the road, they're one and five. So it's a completely different team. Yeah, I think the uh, Saints will win that game if they have to play it. Uh, I do believe that uh, they have a shot for sure. Uh, the Saints, uh, but I, you know, they remind me of the Packers. Fair enough. Packers, I think, have a really good offense, a great quarterback, same as the Saints, and they have a very average defense. Fair enough. That's what I think. Got another hour to go. A reminder: tomorrow night's my last show of the year. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.